you know what it's Tuesday. It's a live imaging Tuesday on Travis at Sliwa. Hey, Trav. Hey, Chris. Is Sliwa excited to hear my voice? He's oh, smiling so at you. He's smiling. He's got a so, smile on his face. So excited, smile. Morales. <laughs> I know how these things go. Anyway, what's going on, fellas? How's the show been today? The show's been good. We've talked about vasectomies. We've talked about winning time. We've pools. talked about public pools. And Will a little Smith Anthony apologizing. Will Smith apologizing. What's going yeah, on there? The afternoon day. show yesterday definitely has their money on Sliwa slapping one of us at the Mandy Awards. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think it's so. so. It's so random. It's so random. Would it be you? Would you be the Chris Rock in this thing? With Slee? Yeah. I mean, with Slee, anybody could. I mean, let's be honest. Slee, Slee gets a lot of attention Apparently from Slee other shows. Apparently, when he gets drunk, he likes to slap people. So maybe we just got to get Slee really Can we talk drunk. about if Emily's I... voice yet again? Another week? What's going on? So, uh, yesterday, I was eating a sandwich what kind and, of sandwich give me the whole uh, I'm, i need the whole story <laughs> so it was just a, a turkey sandwich with uh cheese and uh mayo anyway i was so eating he loves turkey <laughs> dry turkey he likes it dry <laughs> yeah. well this is a very dry sandwich because uh, doesn't I, need mayonnaise no mayonnaise that oh. would just that would ruin it right there <laughs> so i hadn't drank a lot of water that day and i ended up choking on my sandwich and you were it, choking on the sandwich yeah and it kind of fried my throat a little bit and hey, then i had to coach last night and were so, you by yeah. yourself i was by myself my roommates were at home how did and... you dislodge the sandwich <laughs> easy so, how you say dislodge that made me uncomfortable <laughs> so you just like bend over your chair and you have it come out. This is not the first time that's ever happened to me. Like so. George W. Bush did with the pretzel way back when <laughs> in the White House? Sure. I don't know. I was too young to remember This that. happens frequently? So I wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do. I'd be dead. I'd be yeah, on the I was floor say, right now. My heart would start dead. racing. I wouldn't know what to do. I'd you know, probably I w- eat another, take another bite of sandwich. <laughs> think that might Force help. Force it something. down. Yeah. I would be like when Chrissy says to Tony, I'll never pass the drug test. Just, And that's what would happen to me. But uh, For those of you that got that reference. It's happened to me once before. It was actually. Really? I was at a sorority house and I was eating, of course, chicken nuggets. <laughs> and they were like these big chicken nuggets. They were kind of like. They're bigger than the normal size, so I was really excited. Where do you get so, big nuggets like that? Yeah, uh, this place called the Biltmore in Charlottesville. Do, the is there a rule <laughs> the in Virginia where you have to swallow them whole, or no, you're not allowed to I, take bites, or what's going on? I was just Easy really traffic. excited, Easy. and I was so hungry that day. It was like 10 p.m. Excited over chicken nuggets. And, well, I mean, I mean it does happen sometimes. <laughs> it is the Biltmore. Yeah, exactly. The Biltmore is great. Um, so then I uh, ate did, it really fast. Did you not dip it in anything? Because I was, think the it dip was would already coated in lubricate. Sauce. It would lubricate down the throat. <laughs> it was already coated in sauce. Like it was a saucy chicken nugget. So I it was believe more you. like a boneless wing, honestly. So then I saucy uh, and smooth on a Tuesday. I started choking, and the girls around me like didn't know what to do. And I was like, okay, well then I'm gonna do it myself. And I went to the side of the, uh, the couch. And, Wait, you know, just they were watching so you, you choke to death, well, like, yeah. they and, you, and they were not coming okay, to your wait, aid. Wait, 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 but rather you had to self Heimlich. Would you know what to do? Yeah. He's done it before. Like, I, I, I I would, I've I administered the Heimlich. I've never choked to where I needed it, but I have given it to somebody before. You've never Heimlich'd yourself? I have not so you're, self-Heimlich'd. You're basically, no. a, you try you're a, basically a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Dr. I'm Travis ER Rogers. Doc. Yeah, I was Dr. getting Travis ready to Rogers. take the pen out of my pocket and cut a tracheotomy in their neck. <laughs> I that do was that. my next step. I want to try that one but time I, I and just like make everybody convinced, like, oh, yeah, I know what I'm doing. Jam it in there. It's Maybe we'll do that at the Mandy Awards. <laughs> um, how much I loved my uh, calzones at middle school lunches. I almost choked there, too. The hits just keep so on coming I, with producer I, Emily. I think that maybe there's an issue with me and the way that I I don't think it has anything bites. to do with you. No, it has nothing to do with her. Just chew it the sandwich, times. The chicken nugget and the calzone are all to blame. It has nothing to do with you, Emily. There is no theme here. Sliwa, did you ever choke on shawarma in grade school? <laughs> No, uh, no choking on shawarma. Have you ever choked, Al? Have you ever had that moment? Like, I cannot yes, get this out time. of what and what was I the was result? I was young. I was probably like ten years old. Who Heimlich you? My aunt. She's like, I got it. Took care of it, and I was like, All right, I'm never going to. Uh, I'm going to chew 39 times before I swallow anything moving forward. And then the minute that food became dislodged, he said, hey, Auntie, did you see what Nick Van Exel did last night? <laughs> it was, was there a Laker game on in the background? Probably. It could be a on lot Channel of stuff 9 going back on. Guys, no Laker game. Unfortunately, no Laker game. That would, he's going to fill in for me tonight on Laker pre-half and post. How was that the other night? It was great. I had a ball. Yeah? Yeah. You you hit me with I, I texted you at one point. You're like, are you really doing it? Oh, I thought I'm he was really doing, doing a bit. No. I was I thought he was in. doing it. I was a little disappointed there wasn't custom imaging for me when I started doing it. Well, I didn't know. Oh, I also was hammered. <laughs> well, that's probably It was a Sunday. Know. Come on. 
So I am uh, – so I'm filling in for Travis this week. And then, Trav, you just let me know, you know, if you need anything well, else. Well, there's not that many games left, guys. So enjoy them while you got them. Wait till none gets back. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you you got to keep I in mind. Eight games that. left, guys. He, he could Eight come games. back and it's all going to click in mind. Should we do countdown promos? Eight games left. Plenty <laughs> of games left to turn this thing around. Mission 18. Are you watching Winning Time, Chris? I am. What do you think? So what do you, th- you think of the last episode? Dr. Buss got it this time. It, yeah. it, it, but it, they still worked a way to give it to Jerry West at the same time, which was – I thought Jerry West they, was done. They've turned Pat Riley into this sad sack, too, which is really unpleasant it. to watch. I grew up hearing about Pat Riley went to Italy to get his suits made. The slick back <laughs> Harry was this powerful man. George Sinano grew up with – you know, because of Miami. Sure. And now – Adrian Brody's just this sad guy. He's the assistant traveling secretary. He's I didn't walking know. around I mean, with a video camera. Like, hey, man, you want to see this green. film? It's all green. He can't even get the color balance right. He's not even good at any of these things. And he's got the greatest coach of all day. The, the whole thing is making me. He'll be fine. The only guy coming out of this that I feel so bad for at this point is Riley because they're making him look like a total chump. And Pat Riley never in one second of my life has been a chump. By the way, that opening scene where you see Dr. Buss with the female in the booth. Not to give it anything. Is that Casa Vega? No, that was at, that's El Chovo in Santa Monica, which okay. I've been to many times. Yeah. I've never done that at the booth, but, uh, you know, there you go. Winning time. Hashtag winning time. Casa Vega, Sleet. That's a good hang. We could go there. Have you ever day. been to Casa Vega in the Valley, Sleet? No. What, what were you saying? Wait, what, what was the place you were saying in Palm Springs? The Acatillo. Oh, what is that? that? Well, that's the place that they are in the show. I don't know if it's a oh, real is that place. Where, is that yeah. where? Okay. That's, and apparently, it's full of butter and it's in the water. He, he de-butters in the pool. Ralph, I could see you hitting up public pools left and right every weekend. So here's the thing. about I know public pools are a topic. I, don't, I have a pool, and I haven't been in it in three years. So Why not? I, I'm just not a big pool guy. Not even in the middle of the summer when it's hot? Just a quick Maybe little refresher? One, yeah, I'll jump in there. Yeah. But, eh. I'm not saying you're doing laps like Michael Phelps. <laughs> you're not doing flip turns in the He's deep a lifeguard. End. He's but a lifeguard thing, on I, weekends. When I was in better shape in my life, that was a long time ago, I did, I did the gym swim. Like, I'm not afraid of public pool. You put goggles on. Now, you're going to smell like chlorine, and don't dare open your eyes underwater without goggles. Oh, Trav hates public, public <laughs> water. Never, never. Water polo, you don't have goggles. Anyway. And I played water polo in high school. You did? How did, how did I not know this? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why such excitement? I thought you were a basketball guy. I was, but our coach was very hardcore, so he made us participate in oh, I fall sports. lots of questions. And I wasn't allowed. My parents wouldn't allow me to play football. They wanted me to be a tight end. <clears throat> and so water polo was the option, and in the spring it was volleyball, which I wasn't very good at that either because I, I couldn't play baseball. I, I believe you. I couldn't see the ball. <laughs> yeah, you've told me you were not much of a hitter back in the day. No. That, but it, volleyball does not Rouse, seem you're like something you're basically an Olympian. You. You're an no, Olympian, No, I was a basically. great basketball player, though. Yeah, no, I've, you've talked about I believe you on the basketball. Yeah. but did you I was were, gritty, sleep. I want to want to see you with one of those helmets on with uh, the little plastic, hard plastic who, ears. Who were you? Give, give, me a Laker, give me a Laker player that you were. I would give you a what bull. What kind of player? I'll give you a bull. I was very Scotty Pippen-esque. I could shoot the rock, but I also was hardcore inside. And I was dirty, sleep. You know, if you're going up for a shot, I'm going to grab you wherever I need to grab that's you. To get you that's good. That's that's good to know. <laughs> if you lined up every human being on the face of the earth and had said, "Chris, who does Chris remind you?" I was going to say one of them I, would say Scotty. I want, I want, I'd never want to call you Chris Morales again. If you're going to compare yourself to you were the Scotty Pippen of the NBA, well, not, you're Scotty the rest of the way. Not now. Does Scotty Pippen have a nickname? Do, did he? Did he ever just Pip? Pip. Is that all it was? Maybe Morales. You Pip. That was his <laughs> nickname. Thirty-three, yo. Have you guys voted yet at 710awards.net? Yes. Okay, good. Of course, that's June 24th. We are working on a huge event for the middle of July to celebrate All-Star Weekend. I'm just going to tease you a little bit, in which people will be able to come out and do a wiffle ball tournament with us, but then also see a Friday night softball game between all the hosts. Amanda, I don't think she's going to play, but I'll be out there with my big mitt. And we are going to throw that ball, and we are going to have some fun on a Friday night. That's right. The All Star Game was supposed to, got pandemicked out, yes. so now it's coming. Is it? It's this year. That's right. I totally forgot. That's, That's why I'm, I'm in. in. That's it. you're in. I'm, you, I'm, you're pitching. I'm done. I get a real wiffle ball. I can't curve a real. Well, no. Then we'll play softball afterwards. Uh, eh. Slee, what what position are More you of good at? First of? baseman. I'm uh I'm I'm one of the best third base coaches you're gonna find out there. No, Slee, you're playing. You have to play. People are gonna come out to see us. I know. Right? I, I understand that, but I'm just saying, if you're rounding third, I want just, you to put a big. <laughs> I want look at pick, look at pick my me up. look at my stop. Third, just make eye contact up. with him. He's me. like Joe Amalfitano back in the day. I, I think we put him in center field. Slee looks like he might have some speed. He looks like he could cover some ground. Which one of us is hitting a? Which one of us, other than Keyshawn, is hitting a softball to center field? Center field on a softball field is like a hundred feet away. Oh really? Yeah, it's. 
piece of cake. Oh, I'm going for even the I, and I can't hit a lick, but even I can get it to center field. With I a can't wait to show Slee how to put a wad of skull in his mouth on a Friday night. Hundred percent. Do a shot of Jim I'm Beam. Why has <laughs> got to be both? Because Jim Beam's one of our sponsors for oh. this event. Well, First of all, it wouldn't skull? be on a Friday because I'll just do the Jim Beam. No skull you would, too. You would show me on a Wednesday morning. I don't think you would show me on just a Friday night. And we're talking to Johnsonville to be grilling that night. Can you imagine the amount of quarter pound franks that Travis and I will take down? I'm in. I got to go. No buns. <laughs> you can't give yourself a special bun dispensation one night. You know, carbohydrates are like meth no, to no me. Buns, I go bro. off the don't, deep end. Don't fall in. All of a sudden, then it's Wednesday. I'm in the dark eating a pizza, texting Travis like, "Help." <laughs> I'll come over to help you eat it. <laughs> I'm not, not going to help you get, get off the carb train. But I'll Emily, have it. you thought of having a glass of water next to you when you eat said meals? I have definitely considered it. So you, there's no beverages in your eating? No, she doesn't no, do I that. Usually do. I no, she doesn't. Have it yesterday, I was. I, I was. Why would you up? take on? It's what not kind of part bread? of the game plan, Chris? What, what sourdough kind of bread. Sourdough toasted or not toasted? Untoasted. Untoasted <laughs> sourdough. It's like cock yep. with turkey. <laughs> what did you yep. say? It's putty. Oh, to use the other word. Oh, okay. Sourdough bread, if it's not toasted, can be difficult to get. With through. no Respect. dressing, no Respect, mayo. Emily. Respect. <laughs> Yeah, and my voice is already fried. I, I was yelling at kids this weekend. I, I just yell at a lot of kids. So was I, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> I'm, I, I have a lot of questions about this sandwich. I, I like. Let me. Let's just say we're using traditional size bread, like the kind you get at the grocery. Just the sourdough's bigger size. though. I, let's just for it's the longer. sake. For the, I'm, I'm doing this for a reason. Okay. Let's just say that it's a typical slice of bread that you, every loaf of bread is. How many bites in a half a sandwich are we talking about? And, like, if I cut it down the half, yeah. that's, like, four bites. Okay. I don't know. Maybe we make it six <laughs> and just kind of go from there so we don't have the constant choking problem. Are you saying Emily's a Emily, big biter? Don't, I'm just don't well, fall choking into this. a lot. Like, once happens don't to Don't fall into this Frequently, trap that Travis is. I'm not buying it. Sandwich? I'm not buying it. This well, is a I mean, trend. I was about to say something that Chris would probably like, but I'm not going to say it. So. What? <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to say it. No, go ahead. Smaller bites. You know, I just, you know, maybe choking isn't the worst thing in the world. Okay, good night, everyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what you get on a live Imaging Tuesday, everyone. <laughs> this is where you usually, like, introduce the segment, but we're done. Would you like to close it? So, what's coming up next? Well, people are still very fired Sammy up Johnson about talk? AD. No, not What about AD? Are we trading him? Brian Wynn, oh. well, maybe. Oh, can you imagine Slee that I night? I can't wait. When he has to burn the jersey we I, gave him? I, I can't. I, I think they should. I think they should consider it. Coming up. Slee's going to break down his Lakers fandom, and there's going to be more. Plus, Factor Cap is only 20 minutes away at 1130. See, that's how you tease Slee. It is Travis and Slee, your Tuesday on 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All right, Slee, so uh, you may be done with your Lakers stuff here a little bit sooner than later. You'll still have your weekly Lakers talk. Chris Morales and Scottie Pippen. What? It's the only thing I remember yeah. of the last 10 minutes. Well, Scotty Pippen was what, 6'7", six, 6'8", six, something like yep. that? Yep. Chris is not. <laughs> Scotty is, is long Very and close. lanky. Yep. Chris is not. Yep. I just feel like that comparison is, is a stretch. Scotty Pippen is pretty good shape. He's yeah. In pretty good shape. Yeah. Is he still? I haven't seen I haven't seen Pip in a while. Maybe. maybe uh, it's the only thing I took away from the last 10 minutes. Oh, there was a lot more than that. That, that's certainly on the list, but there was a lot more than that. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle your auto, home, or motorcycle insurance. Visit Progressive.com. Um, Brian Windhorst on Get Up This Morning said that he believes that the Lakers may at least discuss the possibility of trading AD. I think it's something that they should seriously consider. I think that his value as an NBA player is pretty well established. He is unavailable frequently. His highs are pretty darn good, but the lows are way too frequent. 
And if you can start the rebuild, I, I don't know what you put with those two guys moving forward that's going to put you back in the championship mix that you could reasonably expect to get, right? That considering the assets that you have, considering your ability to maneuver, I don't see a, a path back to where they were a couple of years ago with this group. So what do you do? Do you consider it? And that's where we are with the phone callers right now, right? So you, 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 you are a, a let's run it back with a different supporting cast. Well, th- this is – if you're saying trade Anthony Davis, what I think you're also saying then is you're blowing the whole thing up. And Braun is not going to be sticking around with this if, thought process of – I'm, I'm assuming here, right? Like yeah. this thought process of, well, Braun's going to come back and there's zero chance to compete and you're losing Anthony Davis in the process. What you're saying, you're better off blowing it off, blowing it up this summer than trying to retool this thing around Braun and AD. I think that's probably right. I, I think, look, if there's a way to trade AD, and, and I don't know if this is even possible, but if you could move on from Anthony Davis and get enough capital, whether that's players or picks or whatever it might be, to maybe turn for other players or picks or other th- opportunities to give him a cast of next year, I, I'd be willing to in- listen to it, but I don't know if that's possible. It doesn't seem likely. What I'm saying is... The plan of Anthony Davis being the future post LeBron is a it, it it ain't happening. It's been crystal clear for the last two years that it's not going to happen. His entire career, his career, everybody keeps thinking that his career was the championship year. That's that's the outlier. That's the aberration. The rest of his career has been pretty much the same thing: very high highs, but way too many low lows, and he's unavailable way too frequently. It's just it's it's it is what it is. It's ten years. It's not a season or two. It's a decade worth of evidence. I think what you could accept is Anthony Davis could be a key piece to a championship team. He just can't be the main guy. He's not your franchise player. He's you better have just use it as an example. You're saying post LeBron. If there wasn't a player post LeBron and Anthony Davis is here that's better than Anthony Davis at the absolute least equal to Anthony Davis, then your chances equal of winning a Anthony, championship But see, you're is... talking about Anthony Davis as the best version of him. Anthony Davis doesn't play. And when he does, he's very inconsistent. You're trying to talk me into, you need to get somebody that's as good as the best version of Anthony Davis. How often does that guy show up? Not very often. So I, I don't understand why there would be some situation where, hey. So you this, have no hope in Anthony Davis. That's I, I, simple I, as that. You have zero hope left I in have Anthony very Davis. Little, I have very okay. little hope I'm not left on that. I'm not, I'm, not a, I'm not that far on that boat. I, I just I think there's it's clear if you thought the baton was going to be passed to AD, that part is not happening. Now it's a matter of when LeBron James decides to hang it up, um, you better have a really good supporting cast around AD and a player better than Anthony Davis. Let's try a phone call here. Let's go to Simi Valley and Joey. Joey, you're on with Trav and Slee. What's up? Hey, what's up, boys? Um, first of all, shouts out to Chris Morales, uh, truly one of the great villains of our time. Uh, <laughs> so much respect to him. Scotty Pippen, by uh, the way. Don't, a- don't ever call him Chris Morales again. <laughs> uh, I-, I had a question, y'all. Um, okay, uh, shop, shop AD, right? But if we want to win a championship, realistically, like who can we get that will that will take us to that next level? Is there anyone that we could acquire via picks, an AD, or anything? I don't think so. Do you guys have any ideas? I, I don't think so either, Joey, but that's not the point that I'm trying to make. My point isn't you flip Anthony Davis for a guy who instantaneously puts you back in the finals. That My point is not that. My point is the next – several versions of the Laker team, not just the 2022-2023 team, but beyond that. You need to start getting into a mode where that's your goal, where we're going to be a championship contender two years from now, three years, five years from now. I don't think Anthony Davis necessarily is a part of that. So you're trading him for assets, for for commerce, right? You you need things that other people may want because right now your roster of things you have that people want you're basically talking about AD and LeBron, and that might be the end of the list. There's probably some other guys that can get you little things here and there, but you need to start thinking about what's coming next. This version, AD, LeBron version, Lakers, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. They're not going to compete like this again. They, they got it done. They got a championship. It was great. I loved every minute of it. You got to start contract thinking the next, next thing. What, what, so what, what, I'm confused here of what the game plan is. Are you going to shop Braun this summer? I, I think everything is on the table. 
I, I think you have a conversation with what, what, what does LeBron want to do? Look, I think he wants to win championships. I think that's probably number one on his list, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's, I want to be here. I want my kids to be here. I want uh, my businesses are here. I want to pass Kareem here, I, whatever it might be. If he's okay with a, a potential rebuild, then let's, let, let's do it. If he's not, then let's see if you can accommodate something like that. I, I don't think it's, you have to keep Anthony Davis to keep LeBron. I think there may be some middle ground in there. Let's try another one. Irvine, Jeremy. Jeremy, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey, how's it going? Um, I have absolutely no hope, and I never had hope in Anthony Davis. He sucks. Um, another thing, I am no longer a Laker fan, and that's because of LeBron. We had the perfect team. I've been, I've been a Laker fan forever, and when we had Ingram, uh, D'Lo, Randall, and all them, it was tough times, but I felt like we were growing and our chemistry was growing. So I was a Lakers fan still. But when LeBron came, he blew up our whole roster, got AD, sucky stuff. And now look where we're at, back to square one. The bubble championship was a fluke. Still Jeremy, a championship. Appreciate, appreciate you calling in. Appreciate you calling in. Trav, let me, let me explain something because I, I, I think there's something to – this could be the Lakers in the near future. In the near future, in a couple years from now, you can be back in a similar position that you were in where you're drafting young players, where you're looking at the lottery draft and you're saying, oh, man, if we could just get another top three pick. And I, I do think that there's something to – fans feel like there's a way of growing something organically, and I could see how they get connected to those players. And I could see, hey, how cool is this? Um, we, we got These are our own guys. We're cropping them through our own system. I don't think that's a typical Laker game plan, I could, I could see where that could be of interest. I could see where another organization has no choice but to do it that way. But I also can see every other organization that can build the way the Lakers do, they take advantage of that. Sure. Lakers went out, when you say that you were a fan of Brandon Ingram and Randall and Clarkson and Larry Nance and Lonzo, all these guys, you could be a fan of those players. But the question I would ask you is, are you trying to win a championship or are you not? I don't think those players, if they were all still here today, now you got to find a way to pay them and everything else, where would they be in the Western Conference? It's not that they don't have upside. It's if you can go grab, we, we use the Rams as an example. Do you want somebody that's going to be what that player could be or give me the guy that I, I know exactly who he is and I know what he's going to bring to the table? Lakers got one championship out of that. Maybe for some fans they still don't care and that's not enough or whatever the case is. They got a championship out of it. And eventually, I think you can always rebuild. I don't think rebuilding for the Lakers is the biggest issue in the world. I think no. you could always rebuild. The question is going to be, can you compete for a chip? No. Y yes, I I'm with you on that. So here, I, I want to go back to what he said because this is one of the things that makes me want to bang my head on the desk. I want to use the three players that he mentioned specifically. He mentioned Brandon Ingram, Julius Randle, uh, Julius Randall, and D'Angelo Russell. Brandon Ingram has never been on an NBA team that has won more games than it's lost. Never. Okay? He's not brand new in this league. Brandon Ingram is... He's not Jason Tatum. It, it, exactly. Brandon Ingram is a guy in the league. He's pretty good. Okay? This idea that, that Brandon Ingram is the guy that you build around is insane. The, the Pelicans have had Brandon Ingram for a long time. They have not won more games than they've lost in a season. He did not win more games than he lost when he was with the Lakers. Okay, there's Brandon Ingram. But, you, Trav, I'm, I'm going to jump in. You get the portion of – I get what they're saying when they say, hey, you, you grow a connection with these players. Th that's, that's fine. That's but different. That does but, not mean the result is the result that you of want. Of course not. But he mentioned these three guys specifically, and I want to address those three guys specifically. If the Knicks could snap their fingers and undo that Julius Randle thing, they'd do it in a second. It has been a catastrophe for them – Julius Randle in particular for the Knicks this season. He had a nice year last year. They got to the playoffs. They won one playoff game, got beat by Atlanta, and that's it. That's Julius Randle's career highlight is he won one playoff game. Can we please stop with this stuff? D'Angelo Russell is a player in the league. He's a player in the league. None of these guys are stars. Anthony Davis. I think four teams in five years. Exactly. Anthony Davis when they made that deal, was on the short list of best players in the league. Has it worked out the way that the Lakers wanted? No. But they did get a championship. It does count. You may call it a fluke, and it may have been. They may have gotten Anthony Davis at the absolute zenith of what he can accomplish. 
but he did, and it worked, and it was worth it because those other guys – had one of those other guys turned in to Luka Doncic, then we got a problem. Had one of those guys turned in to Jokic or Giannis, then you got a problem. That's not what this is. These guys are middling NBA players. Well, the, the Tatum piece, was it Lonzo and then Tatum, or was it Ingram and then Tatum? It was – Tatum was the Lonzo year, I want to say. Well – and, and by the way, you were going to trade everybody anyways. Tatum was 2017 Fultz, Fultz and Lonzo, Tatum, I want to say. Yeah. yeah. So, But the, the player that you're talking about, that's exactly what it was. It was Fultz, Lonzo, and then Tatum. The player that you're talking about, you didn't turn into this guy. Right. Tatum is the one player that you can look at in the NBA and say, that dude is one of those guys. That dude yep. could easily potentially not just carry a franchise, but potentially win an NBA championship, and you took a player before that can, guy. But Can I dumb this down as much as possible? And you, You're going to be the determiner here, Slee. Okay. Just answer this question, yes yep. or no. Is Anthony Davis going to wind up in the Hall of Fame? Yes. Okay, I agree with you. I think he is mm-hmm. too. You got a Hall of Famer for three guys who are guaranteed not to go to the Hall of Fame. What are we talking about here? This is not complicated. The, the bigger <laughs> argument, the bigger argument would have been if we're sitting here today, and you didn't have a chip, and you—that's different. But they do. That's what I'm saying. The, the only argument that you'd be able to make in that scenario is, hey, the Lakers never won the whole thing. The Lakers never got a championship. The Lakers. They gave up all those assets, and they affected their future, and they never cashed in on it, but they cashed in on it. So it's a really difficult conversation to have. All right, Fact or Cap is coming up next. You've gotten scammed, Slee. Fact or Cap. It's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey guys, just an addendum on my sandwich. It did have mayo on it, at least. So that's something that helped uh, maybe lubricate a little bit. You said four four bites of that half sandwich. I'm saying you just got to chew longer. Three and a half bites should be your goal moving forward. Okay, I guess so. Bite goals. Uh, <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I sent you guys this earlier, but it's a video from uh, Japanese baseball. And a man uh, kind of rides in on a hoverboard kind of sure. thing. Anyway. It's a drone. Yes. It, it, it's a, it's a man-sized drone. You're right, exactly. So if you guys need to see the video, go to Travis's uh, Twitter. He has the video up there. But it got me thinking. You would ride a hover vehicle. Alan, factor cap. So I would do the okay. Let me make sure I understand what the hell I'm talking about before I put my life at risk. Um, <laughs> I would last probably 1.7 seconds on it before uh, too much of my momentum is leaning on the left side, and then the thing just craters <laughs> over. over. So the good thing with that is I'm probably only three feet above ground when all hell breaks loose. <laughs> the other part of it is if I could be in water. Um, what are those things that, what, what are those jet, those jet pack things propeller. where the water sque- squeezes out and it lifts you out of the water? So that to me, have is, you tried that? No, I've never tried it. Okay. Have you tried it? I have not. 
okay, that seems to be a safer bet for me because at least I can land on water. The problem is I get six feet above the water or six feet above ground. I'm already panicking. Like, what the hell is going Altitude on Altitude sickness. So, yes. <laughs> so I try it, but I, I need the right circumstance. So, okay. I am at the you risk, don't qualify. Of, at the you risk don't qualify. of being immodest. I'm a pretty good athlete at about half of the things that exist. And when it comes to throwing things, when it comes to catching things, when it comes to things, I'm, I'm pretty good at that stuff. What I am terrible at is anything, out where the platform moves underneath me. I can't surf. I can't ski. I can't ride a skateboard. I can't do any of, any of those things. I'm dreadful at them. So the idea of a, of a giant drone that you ride like a motorcycle that doesn't like move like a car or, or something that just kind of floats and the platform is moving, I'd be into the blades of the drone and there would be nothing but Travis confetti all over the site. That, that's exactly what it would be. It would be a huge mess. Not in a million years would I get on one of those things. Taylor, are you drone guy fact i would try it as long <laughs> as it's not above a public pool <laughs> okay so i've been recently really into this podcast that talks about scams so it's called scam goddess it's awesome they just kind of it's basically true crime but no one dies it's just all these crazy scam stuff and it's a bunch of tv shows about scammers and so it got me thinking too have you have been scammed travis factor cap that's me knocking on wood no um, I, I mean, I, I'm sure. I'm going to send you something. I want you to click on this link. <laughs> I'm sure that somebody How somewhere has been <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, that that's. I think that's a good example of why maybe oh, I haven't you? been. When I see something that looks suspicious, I have follow up questions. I'm sure I've paid more uh, interest rate on a car or gotten a bad. I'm sure I've gotten ripped off at some point, but I, I've never had that moment where wait that was fake and I thought it was real. I generally speaking, I'm kind of cynical. I'm kind of suspicious of people, so I, I tend to go into all of these situations expecting to get hosed. So I'm my guard is up to begin with. Al, I have the dumbest scam story that you'll ever heard of in your life that I was scammed on. Okay. Look how stupid this is. I was probably, I don't know, maybe 20, 19, maybe 20, something like that. I was up in L.A. I had a buddy of mine that went to school up here, went to Loyola. So I was up here for a couple of days up in L.A. I don't know where the hell we were, and I don't know where the hell we were going. Some dude sold me a jacket in the parking lot. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing you could possibly think of. He sold me a jacket like, hey, you know, these are leather jackets. Like, I don't even know how to explain how I got scammed on this thing. I got scammed, and it was one of those. I can't remember what the uh, I can't remember what the uh, the brand was, but it was you know they're trying to rodeo, blah blah blah. Like I think it was all in that area. I got scammed on it, and then went to the actual store and told them that hey, I got sold on this, and they're like, yeah. People have been doing this, and there was like a complete investigation going on, and a police officer interviewed me to try to get more information. Anything else? I was you couldn't be a bigger dumbass the way I got scammed. You bought a yes. Fugazi. You bought a Fugazi leather jacket. I bought a Fugazi jacket. leather jacket as if I was in the movie. I was, I was so, Al Pacino in the movie with Johnny cool Depp. I, I have questions. So Not you're that cool, but so you're you're literally walking down the street, and it's hey yo you 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 no, looking, looking for it was a jacket. In a, it was in a parking lot. Okay. And I can't remember if we were leaving, wherever okay. we were leaving, but whatever, like just a said, department hey, store uh, parking lot. Hey, you, 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 take a look at this yes. jacket. I got a bunch of these jackets. You interested? No, he opened yes. his jacket and a bunch of jackets <laughs> fell out. It was something awful like that. I, I, I almost think it was like in their car. How much Bro, was it? Was, um, wasn't too much. Was it It wasn't 100? too cheap either. I think it was more than 100 bucks. Okay. At just, twenty, which is like, hey, this is that's real money. Sixty four percent of my <laughs> your <network>. life savings, <laughs> and you just that, peeled him off a hundred bucks and walked away with the jacket. Was it warm? At least does it make any sense? <laughs> does any the, of this make any sense? Well, that, Taylor asked an important question. Like, was no. it cold outside and you needed like no shelter? <laughs> it was one of those like it was uh, almost like a you know like you're you're dressing up going somewhere. It those type August. of leather jackets. <laughs> Trev, I'm, I'm an idiot, just a complete idiot. Then I was sitting there with a police officer for 45 minutes. So what the guy looked like, I don't know what he looked like. I'm the idiot. You He's should take me to salesman. jail. He looked like a jacket salesman. <laughs> I hope he got some wears out of it at least. Uh, no, you never I think they, they might have taken it for like evidence. evidence. 
<laughs> the police officer was fake too. I didn't even get, yeah, that's right. <laughs> he was in on it. The he whole thing is bucks. a scam. They're listening right now. They're like, "We got that Sliwa idiot." Taylor, have you been uh, a scan before? Uh, I've been uh, at some shady liquor stores where they had the card readers on the ATMs, but luckily my my credit union was able to save me there. But that's about it. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, well, if you need a jacket, let me know. <laughs> I know a guy. Keep your eyes peeled, uh, listeners. Uh, don't get scammed out there. So, uh, it's Taco Tuesday. Wait, wait, real quick, real oh, quick. Go ahead. Have you guys have you guys watched any of those? They're scamming shows. I think you were you, what you were just talking about, but there's an actual guy that people who he like plays an act of pretending to be an old person so they get the call and everything else and while that guy's trying to scam them he is hacking into their network and it could be <laughs> in India or something like that you know like what whatever where some of these scams are he's hacking into their network and he'll just slowly peel off hey this person's name somebody who's in their office another person that they scammed it's fascinating so a scammer is being scammed he's at the cyber same time. robin hood yeah. Also, yeah, uh, another scam that you should look out for, and the Tinder Swindler. Uh, that's a show on our movie on Netflix. Uh, it's great. Love this it. guy just swindles uh, dumb women uh, out of their money, which is which is fine. Jeez. Uh, so got to make a living now. <laughs> <laughs> it's Taco Tuesday. Freaking uh, leather jacket. So tacos are more of an appetizer than a meal. Taylor, fetch your cap. Oh no 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 no! This is cap. They're not an appetizer. They can be a meal completely. I will put down. What's your number, Trav? Depends. That's a bad, by the way, that's three or a bad four. Ask. Three or yeah, four. Three okay. Or four. That one's not a normal ask. <laughs> For yeah. me, a meal's going to be uh, six six tacos. Okay. Are we we're talking little like silver dollar size yeah. ones? Oh no no, we're going to yeah six seven eight yeah. nine. We could probably even double digits that if we are feeling it. Yeah, so Trav, what do you think? Yeah, well, no ta- tacos are a meal, uh-huh. assuming that you're getting. More than just one. Like if you're at a buffet, like I don't know, at the Rogers household last week, you may have a taco and then me. you'll build some other things along the way. But no, tacos. Like if you get a plate of tacos for your meal, that's that's absolutely a meal. All right, Al? let me give you let me give you a perfect plate in front of me. Give me two, just loaded up tacos. I'm talking loaded up, as in what we like to put on them. Whatever you want to put on them, I'll put some guacamole. I'll put some obviously salsa and everything else. Some beans, some rice some chips, and some guacamole. So for me, it's a meal because I'm not going to just have them exclusively by themselves. I like to have a full plate with a little bit of everything. I want to use that chip. Sometimes, Trav, I want to dip it in the beans. Other times, sure. I want to dip it in the guacamole. Sure. You know what I mean? Uh, yes, so that's I that's how that's how my uh, for me it's a meal. The the ones that Taylor's talking about when you get the taco guy at your house and the tortilla is just about the size of a baseball, but you know press flat. The, four of those, I'm good. Oh, I can do more than four. I could maybe I, I, maybe even double that. I up. don't I don't question there's, that for a second. There's no plate left. It's all tortilla. Okay, here meat. here's my question for you. If you're going to do that many of them, and a lot of this also depends. I know why they're double layering the tortillas. I get that. Yeah, because uh, you're going to rip through. Hypothetically, I don't. I, I'm always trying to use one tortilla because I want to taste more of the meat and everything else. But the second tortilla is sitting underneath. That's what we call a little safety right there. Yeah. Whatever's falling down is going right on the second tortilla, and we could still use that. I just use it differently, I think, than others. I like your strategy. It's an I, no judgment. Thank you so much, guys. <laughs> okay, so uh, if you had to bring back one piece of old tech, it would be a pager. Alan, Petra Cap. <laughs> No, not a cap for me. Um, I never, I never really used a pager. It was, I almost feel like I was in the in between where um, it wasn't all that popular when I was growing up, and then before you knew it, there were phones out. So uh, for me, I, I, I don't care about a pager. That's not something I need to bring back. I, I did exist in the pager era very briefly, Al. I that when you my, still have one, right? <laughs> my first job out of college, I was selling office equipment for Canon. I would sell fax machines and Damn copiers right and all that kind of stuff. Salesperson of the month, November. Don't you forget it. They I, still talk about it at that company. I was salesperson of the month one month. One month, I was. I, 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 hit the, I had the highest number in the whole company. Was very it proud November of or no? I don't, I don't think it was. I quit like two weeks later to get my first radio job. Um, so... I've used one of those things. I didn't like it. So I don't think pager's the thing I'd bring back, Emily, but I don't have a better answer like for something else that I would like to bring back. Maybe like old school Atari on video, because that's the last time I played video games was the one little stick with the orange button. That Remember was the Game only time Boy? I've ever done. Remember Game oh, Boy? perfect answer. Yes, Just Game Boy. Just take it with you wherever the oh, hell you went. You win, Al. That's exactly. I would. 
a game. Those things are expensive. I think they're hard to find. They're kind of yeah. vintage now. I have one. I, you have a, you still have your Game Boy? Yeah, yeah. Game Boy Color. Oh, see now I, I want the too. old school black and white one. Okay, the one that's kind of green. Al, remember the one that had like the, the green tint to it? I'm all over that. That's a I, great answer. I had the Game Boy Color Advance that was like see through, so you could see all the mechanisms in uh, in the Game Boy, and then I also had the Nintendo DS. Nintendo DS was my ish back in the day. Remember the uh, calculator watches? <laughs> I did, not only do I remember, I had one. <laughs> Yes. Isn't that kind of funny? Like you were just, uh, it's so cool. Look you, at this. Look at all the, like James all the Bond. Bonds on. Big you, you felt like you could do a Dick Tracy, James Bond, whatever. And you know Scotty what you could Pippen. do? You could add and subtract. Very, very complicated, <laughs> high-level math. Hey, do you want to know what 25 plus 24 is? Hold on a second. Uh, 29. How long did it take you? <laughs> That's kind of how it went. 49. <laughs> Took me a second. I had to carry the wand, the whole thing. All right. So the Lakers, uh, we've talked about Anthony Davis potentially being, you know, discussed as a potential guy that they may move on from. Um, that's one thing. They have a interesting social media trend that somebody cracked the code on. You know on. what happens if they lose today? What's that? I will right, tell you when, when we come back. That's next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. All right, ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance at Progressive. They're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Um, okay, a couple things to get into. Uh, T. Raj, you mentioned this. You kind of set it up here. The social media piece, social media. I saw this circling around yesterday. I think people are making too big big of a deal about it, but explain, hey, well, explain the listeners. I don't think it's a big deal, not a big deal. I think it's just kind of peculiar that when the Lakers lose, they post the, the final score on their Twitter page. They, yep. After every game, the final score goes up, win or lose, right? But LeBron's picture is never lo- used when they lose. He's only his picture is only used when they win. And somebody on Twitter went through and kind of went through all of the final posts. And Malik Monk is the guy. I was going to say why? With all the why is Monk so disproportionately uh, in front yeah. of everybody else? Yeah, it's just like put it to you this way: Wenyan Gabriel has gotten a couple of pictures on losing Twitter posts, whereas on, LeBron has Wenyan's fault. Right, right. It's just. I, I I get it. I, I mean, I wouldn't want to associate myself with losing either, but it is just kind of one of those weird things that when you when it gets presented like that, you're like, well, that's kind of silly, yeah, kind of kind of weird. Like, honestly, in the grand scheme of things, who cares, right? Like, who cares that your picture says, you know, uh, Pelicans one sixteen, Lakers one oh eight, and there's a picture of LeBron shooting a jumper? Who who gives a damn? What difference does it make? Well, here's the funny thing. I don't think anybody cares, but I think when somebody, somebody does, somebody when, does. Well, let, let, me, let me explain. When somebody goes on YouTube and says, hey, or Twitter or whatever it was, and it was, hey, I'm noticing this. I'm not noticing it with any of the other teams. Embiid's on there when they take an L, or Giannis is on there when they take an L, or Jokic or whatever the case right. is. 
what is not a story starts becoming of, well, why are they doing it right. and they're not? <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? Because it, there's 0% chance it's a coincidence, right? They, they, they played 70 games. It just, it didn't just, they don't spin a wheel and it lands on Malik Monk every time well, they, they do lose. Well, they do a, like a lottery thing. Uh-huh. They do a lottery wing every so, time. So what it means is, and again, I don't really care in any meaningful way, but somebody somewhere has made a decision not to do that. Right. Somebody has said, look, when we lose, don't use LeBron's picture. Mm-hmm. Why? Like, I don't, that, yeah, the, the interesting I, I don't point to matters. me is the, yep. is the why. I don't think it matters, but it is interesting because it clearly it matters to somebody. Somebody somewhere is saying we're not doing that. Why? I don't know. I don't, I don't have the answer to it. I, listen, it's, it's the equivalent of – I know this is stupid, but I'll make a there is it's impossible to ever do – any post game or talk Lakers or anything like impossible without bringing up Braun. Well, it's, it, you know, it's part the way, of the storyline. It's not just it's it's Russell Westbrook also not on a loss. Anthony Davis also not on a loss. That we're going to the non headliners to tag them with the L's on. Social. I Wait, also Ru- think that Russ, Russ and AD Russ and AD have not been on losses either. As far back as I could look, I, I double checked this guy. As far back as I could look, there's no Russell Westbrook, and Russell Westbrook was probably responsible for some of those losses. Well, I they don't all know. are. That's the thing. Like it's a team game. At the yeah, risk of sounding like a little league coach, it's a it team. Game. We yep. win together. We lose together. It's a very, very bizarre moment that uh, they, they, somebody somewhere. I don't even know who's responsible for that. For all I know, it could be like a computer-generated, you know, AI sort of situation. How quick? By the way, how quick did that did that story that story kind of pick up some? Because I saw it yesterday too. I'm like, what is everybody talking about? Then I watched this guy's video, two-minute video, whatever it was, minute and a half. It is kind of interesting, right? Like he puts up the graph and he's showing different players, and Monk's got Monk, the highest man. graph. Yeah. What did he ever do? By the way, he okay. So let let's talk about this for half a second. You and I and, and, and all of us, we were out at the the golf tournament this summer, and we were maybe it was about camp was about to start or something that we were talking about Russell Westbrook, and it was still a, a intellectual exercise. We hadn't seen any basketball yet. We were talking about what it might look like, how good they might be, how good maybe they might not be. And Carmelo Anthony is here, and DeAndre Jordan is here, and Dwight Howard is back in the fold, and all of these guys. And then you get a nice player like Malik Monk and and all the roster that they build out. Had I told you in that moment, here's what's going to happen. The Lakers. It's a long list here. Break it down. The the Lakers are not only not going to be a top seed in the Western Conference, Mm -hmm. they are just as likely to be in 11th place as they are in 10th. Anthony Davis will have arguably the worst season of his career. Russell Westbrook will be a complete disaster as a as an experiment with the Lakers. Every single one of the guys that you've brought in from other places, whether it be Melo or 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 Dwight or or um, Trevor Ariza, Trevor Kent Ariza, Kent Rondo, Bazemore, who was on Rondo, the right, DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan. All of them will underperform without exception. Every one of them will come up short of what you are hoping for. You will have LeBron James lead the league in scoring. And oh, by the way, he will be third in the league in minutes. And you will be hanging on by your fingernails to 10th place on March 29th. You, you would have said, look, maybe a couple of those things will happen. All of them, and all of them have happened. I, we had an argument about this, um, or at least it was a topic, maybe it was like 30 days ago, something along those lines, where we were saying, hey, is this the most disappointing Lakers season? I, I was talking about just me in my lifetime, right? Let me, I won't go too deep into the 80s, or somebody's going to say, in the 70s, in my lifetime, it's the most disappointing season. Because even if you want to say, well, in 12 and 13, 2012, 2013, that's the Dwight, Powell, Steve Nash, all that. I want to say they were eight or ten games above 500, mm-hmm. that they got into the playoffs, mm-hmm. an eight-team playoff. Mm-hmm. Now they got swept, but Kobe wasn't able to be a part of that. You can go back and say, remember Carl Malone and Gary Payne? They lost. Can you believe they lost? They lost in the NBA Finals. Right. At least they made it to the NBA Finals. Right. This team is 12 games below 500. And the San Antonio Spurs, which is the definition of rebuild, if the Lakers lose – Later today against the Dallas Mavericks, which they will be expected to lose that game, the Lakers are in 11th. That with seven games left, like you just said, there's as great of a likelihood that they don't make the playing tournament than they do make the playing tournament. No, you just told me that 
you know, a few months ago, six months ago, whatever the case is, you had made the argument. You're one of the few that made the argument you didn't like the Russ trade. Mm-hmm. But even in the I don't like the Russ trade. I didn't see this. Nobody's Nobody really the, – the idea and the concept look, is are you winning a championship or are you not? It's not this. Because disliking the Russell Westbrook acquisition was I don't think this is the right guy for this team. I don't think he's going to do what you need your your – non-star players to do i think you need role players you don't need a third guy to do what he's never done before that that's how i saw it that i could have been right about that but carmelo could have had a greater impact you could have had dwight could have had a greater impact that uh kendrick nunn could have played malik monk could have played better lebron anthony AD is going to probably play half the season again anthony davis could have that Everything else needed to be exactly what it's been to get us here. Because if any one of those things, Slee, is a little different. And by the way, LeBron leading the league in scoring. If you would have said at the beginning of the year, LeBron James is going to lead the league in scoring, it would have been a, that's not good. That, that's a problem. Right. That, that, is, that is not good news. If I would have told you LeBron James is going to be third in minutes, you'd have said, okay, something, good. something weird has happened. That is really, really bad news. All of these things happen. Not some of them, all of them. Okay, so just the play off of this let's use sunday as an example sunday you're doing the post game show whose names are you bringing up you're saying wenyan gabriel stanley johnson austin reeves i said it dj augustine (laughs) think about that draft think about the 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 names that you have to bring up to describe the game tells you everything Every one of those moves that they had in mind this offseason obviously has not come to fruition, and now you're depending on dudes that some of these guys weren't in the NBA or, or journeymen have been on different teams X amount of times, and they're getting real playing time for the, the Lakers. This is why whatever happens next I think is so fascinating because it really does call – even if you keep LeBron and AD, which is by far the most likely endpoint, right? That, that, that if, we're do, if you're given percentage, that's 90% likely, right, that both of those guys are back, probably even higher than that. But everything else needs to be upgraded to such a degree that even if those, even if LeBron has the same season he's had next year or last this year next year, and even if AD is healthier along the way, I don't know if he'll ever be, or quotes healthy, but healthier. I don't know how much different it is because you still have all of these other issues that you need to cover, and I, and you just don't have any assets you don't have any capital to try and cover them you you traded away all your assets and all your capital to get to this point and it's nowhere it's it's a really jarring season not just because it's been a complete failure but because it left you in a place where it doesn't the the path to fixing it is very long term and very cloudy so this could happen in the next two weeks season could be done right the season could be over they their their last game could technically be april 10th um, or today would be a plain tournament game, I'm assuming, because I think they would do like a Tuesday, Thursday, something like that, and the playoffs would start over the weekend. Mm-hmm. But what you're looking at is, and the reason why this is a conversation, the off season is, is sooner than, you know, we, we it could be as soon as April 10th or it could be right around the corner. You're, you're going to ask questions about the coaching staff. You're going to ask questions Everything. about players. You're going to ask questions about stars. You're going to ask questions about Russell Westbrook. You're going to ask questions. It's going to be, you know, one of those off seasons where, you're assuming the conversation is not still about Lakers are going to be in this middle ground. Are we still, do we still have a chance to win another one or are we just, are we kidding ourselves, but we're going to try anyways like that. That's going to kind of be how they figure out this off season. Middle ground is generous. They'd have to, they'd have to get hot to get to middle ground. You know what I mean? They, and it both in the short term and in the long term, they, they got a long, long road to go. The Dodgers, shorter road to go. They, they seem to have figured everything out along the way. And Slee, I heard Dave Roberts say something. I heard Blake Trinan say something that just made me go, you know what? They are the smartest guys in the room all over again. That's next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN.